0: Welcome to Probably Science. I am Andy Wood, and I am here with Matt Kirschen. Hello, and uh, special guest host Jesse Case. Hey, everybody! Roommate, comedian, extraordinaire, musician. Man about town, Man composer
1: about town. of the probably science theme, of course, of course, sure. and uh, host of probably history. Yeah,
0: an episode of which will be out shortly, short, That's, very shortly. It was recorded over a week ago. It's my fault that hasn't. We are, but been we saved.
2: already have the next one lined up. Nice. So uh, it's going to be good.
0: And we have uh, making his debut appearance on probably science comedian Jeff Klinger is here with us. Hey, guys. Hey. Thanks for coming all the way up here. Thanks.
3: I'm really excited about this Probably History. That sounds like a really good
2: podcast. (laughs)
0: That's the one you'd rather be on right now. (laughs) Hey, come do do it sometime. All right. It's sort of a similar format to this one. if you didn't know what you were just asking how this podcast started jeff so i'll just refresh the listeners also this is a thing that uh matt kirsten came up with the idea of doing this because um
1: well i'm a i'm a comedian with a vague science like i, ha- I got a math degree that i did a while ago and don't remember any of but i still like the stuff and i realized that andy was an engineer and brooks still works in a science lab which is where he is right now, and I believe. He,
0: he is alive. He has a Vine account. I've been keeping tabs on it. He's not the Of course he he's has got, a Vine he's account. Got a, he's, <laughs> got
1: a <laughs> okay. um, he's got a show tonight. Okay.
2: He's got a show tonight. He's stalking uh, your ex-co-host?
0: <laughs> he's, gonna be, he's not an ex-co-host. He's a current co-host. <laughs> he's a current just, co-host. He's taking a hiatus. It's a bit of a sabbatical. Podcast. He's working out some stuff. It's fine. He'll be back. Brooks will be back. But we have Jeff Klinger here. That's all that matters right now. That's, That's yep. true. Jeff, uh, right right now you're working on, I believe, is it uh, couples therapy? Is that the next project?
3: Yeah, I think to? I'm gonna I'm gonna start working on that show when it comes back in a couple of weeks.
0: Oh, okay, is that not something we're supposed to talk about? No, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. And you've uh, written for a number of other shows, and I've seen you perform. Many. Actually, the first time I saw you perform was at the Benson Ball out in D.C. in 2009. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, that I Tick do. Taro put together, which was a great thing that she organized, where she got these guys in D.C. to set up. Like the festival, the shows and stuff were fun, but we got a private tour of the White House. That was amazing. We got a yeah. Segway tour of DC. That yeah, a lot of awesome.
3: free stuff. And we got, uh, we got to go to a restaurant that was run by the winner of uh, MasterChef or Top Chef.
0: Was that true? I didn't even know yeah, what the, that was. Yeah, the
3: bur- fancy burger place. Oh, wow. wow.
0: And then yeah. we also got those cameras. Like We had free. Everyone oh, yeah. got a camera in their gift bag, yeah. like
3: an HD. Digital
1: camera <laughs> it with is a, crazy. eight gig SD card. Did you get Did you get paid any money for the gig, or was it just all like perks and fun uh, stuff?
0: You know, it was the first year of a festival, so there wasn't much money, but there were sponsorship things like that's kind
1: of cool though. I like I like that stuff. And then, how was the Segway tour? The
0: Segway tour was great. Everyone was carrying their was was shooting with their new cameras as they're riding segways around the national around
1: the mall there. Just in so, case you didn't look enough of a dick just on a Segway by itself. We've also got cameras.
0: With your brand new GoPro. So somebody <laughs> caught somebody caught Jimmy Dore getting off of his Segway the wrong way. You're not supposed to ever get off side to side. You're only supposed to step straight back because if you step off to the side, you'll usually pull the handlebars in that direction, which makes the Segway think you want to turn. Right. It overcompensates and starts spinning. So the thing just like kicked, like angrily blocked Jimmy <laughs> Dore off of it, threw him to the like ground. Like a Segway
1: yeah. rodeo. Yeah, wow. and actually, if
0: you look that up online, you can find that. Happens. Did like a Segway clown have to that's come the in to say? The yeah, yeah, it was
1: kind of. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's the reason they gave out the cameras. So, to, <laughs> to catch stuff like that. Make sure. Okay,
0: next year, make sure. I'm sure you could before the segways.
2: I'm sure you could program some sort of Segway rodeo, like the way like they just they just you know put a rope around the bull's balls so it's trying to kick you off. That's how they do a rodeo.
0: Is that how they do it? Yeah, there's just that's always how it's. How it they just it's?
2: put like a, it's just a vice on a bull's nuts, and it's Aww. like incredibly upset, <laughs> you know. So I'm, I mean, because they're not like that all the time. If you try
1: to ride them, they're just male cows. I thought just put going like I thought just getting on their back would be enough.
0: Yeah, I thought
2: they're no, they're not. Wearing like, like when you like, try and put sunglasses like a on weird a dog diaper thing that squeezes <laughs> their nuts. So that, that's what I'm saying though. With the Segway, you could probably have some sort of weight on one side of it. That makes it always try to overcompensate.
0: And then it's an extra challenge just to keep it... Just, just some sort of segue extreme sports. I like that,
2: yeah. I think it could happen.
0: I don't know how we didn't get into this with, uh, with, with David Huntsberger the other week when we were talking now about... Now, I've rodeos.
2: got a segue for you. Hey. <laughs> hey! Andy, are you mad at me? No, for what? Before this, I was like, I might have to bail
0: early. Oh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Late. I just felt like that we and were and you starting. go like,
2: sorry, Jesus. I've never <laughs> heard that tone
0: from you before. <laughs> this, is my, this is my I hate HP tone. I don't know if listeners know this, but I'm a PC guy only because I'm cheap, and I think it's hard to justify the price of Apple's hardware. So I keep buying these HPs. They're the worst. But yeah, the in worst. the space
1: of us doing this show alone, you've bought... Four shitty laptops. I've known you to have several laptops, and you buy them at Costco. Yeah, Where do you get them? It sounds you like do you're really mad at Jesse.
0: Here, <laughs> it's just like I, I was this is a displacement of my anger at HP. So, it's okay. I'll, it's okay, whenever buddy. I need a laptop, I'm looking online and like you can't match the specs. Like the same hardware, the same stuff that's in this HP laptop would cost over twice as much if sure. it were an Apple, but then it wouldn't keep fucking failing on me. Like this thing. And then
1: is. you have to buy another one.
0: Yeah. So, the, the last thing that happened was I lifted the lid too quickly. And the the screen, this thing is huge and bulky. The screen's so heavy that the hinge is, has a lot of resistance to it so that it won't just fall on its own. Sure, but, so It's I'm literally a, like fast.
1: a TV on a piano keyboard. Yeah. 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 And for the listeners at home, he has a laptop
2: on top of a laptop.
3: Right,
0: because the other laptop didn't. <laughs> it, yeah, the usual recording laptop. You're, using, you're sure
2: you might be a redneck. <laughs> 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 you might be a redneck. 2020.
0: So I cracked, I, cracked the case. I cracked the case when I opened it too quickly. So I had to send it in for a pair. In the meantime, I needed, a, I needed something for work. So I thought I'd just buy this thing at Best Buy on that. The Black Friday sales are crazy. So I got this Lenovo laptop for literally $250. So, I mean, at that price, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be a working laptop.
2: What's the brand? It's like the cheapest brand like um, of computers. E-brand? No, it's, it's, there's a brand name. But it's like um, it's like the government assistance computers, Bell? like literally. You know what I mean? It's it's like a government assistance. It's like Kova or something like oh. that. Just the shittiest. Wendy's. Computers.
0: So anyhow, so I bought this this even shittier laptop just to be a stopgap while my shitty HP was at, at the shitty HP repair place. And now they're stacked
1: on top of each other. And now they're yeah. stacked
0: because today the, the, the big HP that got repaired, it still isn't... Work- it, it isn't recognizing the external sound You've card. You've got to kind
1: of like Russian dolls of bad hardware. <laughs> yeah.
0: You also have an iPad? I have an iPad mini that was not... I wouldn't have bought that. That was just a, a gift. What's so an iPad
2: mini? That's an iPhone, right?
0: It's between... It's like an oversized iPhone. It's kind of cool, though. It's like,
2: like it. it's, like the, um, it's like the weird plate in between... You know, there's always that third plate size. Yeah. Ab- oh, you don't know? It's
0: not a salad that plate, doesn't do anything. A, yeah. we
2: have a ton of them here. I never use them.
0: We have the worst assortment of glasses and and dishes. It's a It's a nightmare. It's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. But a, yeah, there's
2: a third plate size. It's completely unnecessary. There's a saucer. I get it. Sure, put a teacup on there. There's a plate. Well, then, and then there's the, this bullshit in the middle. Is that like the <laughs> that diet plate that people
0: plate plate are... or like a roll, a bread. roll plate, uh, the you put plate your mini. roll on a plate? Yeah. A roll on the main yeah.
2: plate. Don't be weird. Roll, roll goes on a saucer.
0: The roll goes on the. What if you have tea? Then where does the tea go? Another saucer. Yeah, two I saucers. I feel like you could have multiple saucer. saucers. Fine. You're talking about like a two saucer setup here. I'm talking <laughs> a two saucer setup. Yeah, I like to call my dinner table Roswell because <laughs> I uh, <laughs> all the saucers. Oh God. So so Jeff, are you a Mac man or PC? What's your story? I'm a
3: PC guy. Although I have an iPad regular. Yeah. And an iPhone.
0: I do have an iPhone, that's true. Yeah. I shouldn't say I'm all Mac or all whatever.
3: Do you like I,
2: those?: wait, the, my, I, my eye products?: Yeah,
3: yeah I, I enjoy them, huh
2: uh. I've always thought it's brilliant marketing on the point of Macintosh to be considered something other than a PC. Like it, it's a personal computer. It's still a PC. Right, Because that's yeah. all PC means. PC's not a brand. But then Macintosh is like, nope. It's like saying, like, do, you, do you drive a car or do you drive a Volvo?
0: Oh yeah, it is. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's That's like, for,
2: but everyone just goes along with it.
0: Yeah. Like, No, it's different. Yeah, I no, hate PCs. It's, not. it's the it's the same. It's, it's it is a subset. It's of a this PC. Same, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, a different operating computer.
2: system, but but so is Linux, or what, you know.
0: Yeah. So Jeff, so you are a PC guy for the most part. Uh, what is your science background, if any?
3: I have no science background. I uh, I'm an absolute idiot. Uh, maybe uh, you remember that puzzle of the torso. In fifth grade, that's kind of set up at the front of the room where you could take out the heart and the lungs, so oh, one yeah. lung. And, sure. And, and, that wasn't and, a
1: puzzle, Jeff. You really did some damage to a human. <laughs> so.
3: Yeah, I could maybe maybe put one or two of those organs back <laughs> in, the, <laughs> right, the, in the right spot. Those,
2: those, are, um, those are ridiculously expensive anatomical models. Really? Yeah, because I had to look at oh. one once for like a set design thing. And um, hideously expensive. So are we talking 250 we're talking way more than that. I mean, if you, it, just, the, oh. just the little brain thing that you see, you know, with, yeah. with the... the half brain comes out. With it's just molded plastic, right? Yeah. That's so expensive. So expensive.
1: But the research it takes to get there. Yeah, yeah for, you, for every for single, like, each individual one, they have to actually dissect another human. Yeah. And mold it. Like, every single one is <laughs> custom molded to a real person. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: It's like, that's, this is, you know, real dolls shouldn't cost what they cost, but you pay for the quality. You yeah.
2: Know? Yeah. It's, I would if I if you if you guys said the money would you buy a real doll? I shouldn't have just answered first. Nah. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I shouldn't have already said I would. Well, I would. I, I would. How about this? How about th- if one is here in the room, uh how quickly do you throw it away? That's the question you should ask me, well, not like if you
3: I don't know what a real doll is. It's a sex sure, doll. You, sure you like do like a $5, $5, oh, a 5000 dollars sex. But the- like
2: the, you know, super lifelike made by Hollywood set design or, or special effects people crazy fuckbot. that's five thousand dollars. It's like five grand. So, and, a and fully customizable. You know, you get it. You, get, you, you, yeah. you order the the all the hair colors of all the hair if you want that. What's a cheap hooker cost? A hundred bucks. That's that's <laughs> Let's
3: you got like Jesse
0: se- get on this one. What's the? Uh, what, I don't know. I've
2: not had no prostitutes <laughs> in my in my history.
3: Fifty. You can you can have sex fifty times for that with a real human with being. a real human being. Yeah.
2: No, that I mean that is a good call. That is yeah. a good call. I think I think the real doll is um it's more of a fetish than uh just a way to achieve like
0: like it's a thing that you're into not because you can't get a woman but because well so you already maybe have, that's part of it. But then you you're already also have just girlfriend. into these things as as a
2: as I think a, it's just something you're into, yeah. It's like it's like um it's not it's like
0: being a furry or something. You yes. don't want to actually have sex with an animal. You want to have sex with a person. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. It's
2: not that kind of means to an end of like, I, I really think, want to get laid, so I'm going to buy a robot thing.
1: What's wrong with just a mop and two pillows? <laughs> How does that work? You know, like the mop's the head and the hair, and then the pillows, everything else. <laughs> ah.
0: Pillows, well, I thought it was like two else. side-by-side Where do pillows? you put your penis? B- where, between the pillows, wherever you put the pillows. I'd love to,
2: to, to like, just a quick cut shot of, like, Matt in his childhood, but for some reason there's just all these body-shaped pillows in your house. <laughs> like, perfect human-looking pillows. Like, oh,
1: well, they, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, pillows. The pillows that we all have. I think
0: this is... Oh, this the is one of those... Pillows everyone's parents has. You know what this is, guys? This is one of those things where the British word for it's different from... Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, you know, the pillow, meaning, like, a human body from the, the neck down. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pillow. Okay, pillow. that's, what I, was, sure. that's pillow, what I was thinking. Pillow and, and sure. mop. Yeah.
2: It's
3: and from Bristol. Uh, and mop means head with hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Jeff, besides not being able to put back together uh, some anatomical parts into the model. And not being
2: into hobots.
0: Not liking hobots at all. Uh, what else? I mean, you must have at some point gotten through a science class in, in a respectable fashion, right?
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Biology. Biology? Yeah.
0: What grade was that?
3: A freshman year of college. And
2: That's that when was biology was. It? Yeah. <laughs> what did you have in high school?
3: Um, we had chemistry in high school.
2: You had to have a biology. I don't think school. I had a biology. Absolutely, one of the years. Totally.
0: Really? I don't think I, I, thought I did. You were required to. You are. You are. Yeah, you years are. Years. You're wrong.
2: You're, you're wrong. Is
0: what they, you uh, are.
3: So yeah. So I probably didn't even go to that class. <laughs> I don't. I think. And I, where did you go to high school? Where I went to high school in Manhattan.
0: Well, New York, this, New York is, York city this is before New York. Giuliani cleaned up the city, right? So maybe this is part of that. Like, he also introduced some curriculum that was lacking. Like yeah, I
1: imagine your high school was some sort of gang of young street kids. Was Jaime Escalante Just, your teacher? <laughs> he was not my teacher.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. So you didn't... I thought for some reason you either studied or had an interest in geology. Is that the thing?
3: Yeah, I had an interest in geology. I studied geology. Okay. I did. But I think most of my, my real science... Like, I get most of my science from... From reality TV. Okay. Uh, for I, I know I, I drink alcohol. I drink distilled spirits. <laughs> but <laughs>
0: You've been known from time to time to enjoy yeah. some alcohol.
3: But I didn't know how they were made until, uh, until I started watching Moonshiners. Oh, and, really? Yeah, now I know how it's made.
0: Does that show actually give you enough information to do it on your own? Absolutely, yeah. I would have thought that would be some kind of breach of... Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think you'd be allowed Now, to do that have you ever had, had,
2: really? had Moonshine? I, I don't think I did. I, I have Moonshine. Oh, great. Here. Let's try some. I'll give you some moonshine if you want some. Perfect. Is it real moonshine? Or it's real moonshine. Because now there's a brand of, of alcohol Oh, no, I know. Out now there. it is, like, legal. They can have a watered-down... They can just call it moonshine. No, this it's is
1: Backwoods of East Tennessee moonshine. Oh, fantastic. This is the kind of stuff where you need to go up with your own container, and they fill it for you, or...
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's in a mason jar, and it's, um... Did I, you have to
0: draw the three X's on yourself?
2: Um, no, it's two X's. Oh, it's two X's. Two X's, yeah. Yeah, a lot of confusion there. <laughs>
0: that's not the um, that's the hard they show point. how they
2: proof it on that, on that
3: television show as well, and it's uh, the elder, the el- uh, eldest guy, he uh, just takes a, a swig, <laughs> and then he, he, he's pretty accurate with the proof.
0: No way, really? Yeah,
3: that's how they do it. Wow.
0: Like how, have they tested him to see how close he is to the real?
3: Yeah.
2: And
3: nah. it's, it's, it's yeah, close. Yeah, he's
2: pretty good, yeah. That's why this has two X's. It's yeah. not as strong as the three X. Sure. Yeah. Only something as like rednecky as moonshining could like start NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Like that's how that's how like NASCAR started. Oh yeah, because it was moonshiners escaping from escaping from cops, and they'd soup no, up their not. cars. Yeah. What? That's how NASCAR started. Du- is during prohibition. Like legend to me. I no, like it's that. not. It's true. They, they would. Um, that's when car racing became a thing because they would have to soup wow. up their cars to, to outrun cops.
0: You know, as much as I like to drink, there would have been it would have been an exciting thing. To be a drinker during Prohibition, like think sure. of how much cooler, like speakeasies and stuff, and like mm-hmm. doing all this illicit shit. Like, this is drinking now is just too easy. There's no, there's no challenge to it.
1: That's why I do heroin. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> smart. Still prohibited. In the band that was
3: also about r- moonshining, rum running. Okay, you know, yeah, there's a, a movie with uh with Burt Reynolds.
0: It's sure. a great one. Yeah, yeah, but wasn't it just about a bet whether they could get the beer from? Texarkana to Atlanta but less than what's the is that a different movie wait that's the movie that's okay now I'm just quoting Jerry Reed lyrics I'm like I think that's it it was just a bet I thought it was uh, okay they're thirsty in Atlanta there's beer in Texarkana we'll get it to them somehow you know the song I don't know the song you don't know Eastbound and Down by Uh. Jerry Reed I don't. It's like one of those songs where they literally just give you the plot of the movie that the song is to in the song. Uh-huh. Like the song. I, I love the those songs. songs. I love yeah, those. It's yeah. so, so great. You don't have to watch like You get a crib, You get like a cliff notes of the whole movie in just this now, one. Now,
2: um, alcohol consumption is very interesting. Now, do, do we have any scientific funny uh, ideas should, of how that started? Or Funny
0: you should ask that because uh, it turns out there is um, an article courtesy of Science dot org uh, about how Oregon, <laughs> Oregon. Yes. Alcohol. Uh, we can trace the origins of alcohol consumption
2: here origins
0: origins of alcohol consumption uh can be traced to our ape ancestors um eat- eating fermented fruit off of the ground may have paved the way for the ability to digest ethanol uh, have you
1: ever seen drunk animals yeah. i have actually They're really fun there's videos on youtube if you haven't uh, like a I don't know if you ever encountered funny animal videos on YouTube, but there's a couple of them knocking around. That is like a, yeah, that's like a new genre that's just just come out this yeah, week. Funny animals, yeah, funny animals, yeah. Harlem Shake. It's I sort s- of a funny animals type thing. Yeah, and also there's cute babies as well, I think, which would be the next big fad. Yeah, like, I saw a kitten doing shots and then playing the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just happened to luckily have the camera on it at that moment. <laughs> yeah. are Cats are terrible piano players.
0: Well, I've, I've seen, seen a couple of drunks, too.
1: But, but drunk animals is very, yeah, they every so often there'll be an animal that has eaten fermented fruit and berries that yeah and just going patch shit crazy trying to climb a tree or whatever
0: and it turns out that uh the taste for alcohol may be an ancient craving and the ability to metabolize ethanol the alcohol in beer wine and spirits might have originated in the common ancestor of chimpanzees gorillas and humans roughly 10 right. million years ago wow uh chemist stephen brenner of the foundation for applied molecular evolution in gainesville florida reached that conclusion by quote resurrecting the alcohol metabolizing enzymes of extinct primates. He and his colleagues estimated the enzyme's genetic code, uh, built the enzymes in the lab, and then analyzed how they worked to understand how they changed over time. So he said it was like a, a bit like a courtroom reenactment where they uh, were using this technique to reenact what happened in, in evolution. Um, today, humans rely on an en- enzyme called alcohol dehydrogenase 4 or, or ADH4 to break down ethanol. And that enzyme is common throughout the esophagus, stomach, and intestines, and it's the first alcohol-metabolizing enzyme that comes into contact with what a person drinks.
1: Does it say if that's the uh, enzyme that some Asian people don't have? Uh, is because, that a real because, thing? Yeah, it is a real thing that some uh, some parts of Asia, uh, people tend not to have an enzyme or something in their body that helps them metabolize alcohol. That's why certain... So what does that mean they they don't get drunk or they get crazy? No, they get drunk quicker. That's why, like, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, some Asian people can't deal with alcohol as well and turn red. But that's a big thing with Native Americans as well. Right. is Is
2: that the common ancestry of the land bridge...
0: I'm not sure. Are we becoming racist right now? No, guys? I think no, we're This is a sense. legitimate thing. <laughs> this okay. isn't a
1: racist okay. thing. This <laughs> isn't like saying, uh, and that's why they're not good at driving. Or <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, a... but it is.
2: Uh, um, this is a no. Native Americans are notorious, notoriously not good with alcohol.
0: Well, yes, but I don't know if there's an actual physiological route to there's that. There's got to be. Um,
3: I think uh, that yeah, that might be more sociological.
0: Who knows? Why? Why? I don't do know you why. Why
3: would it
2: still be sociological? What do you mean? Drinking on the reservoirs the,
3: reservation. <laughs> the, the, the reservation. <laughs> reservations on the reservations is very popular
2: it, it is very popular and i understand all of that i understand that it's it sucks they drink all... more it's not that they drink the same
3: amount as as other people and get more drunk because uh, otherwise... okay
0: let's just go to let's go to the tape on this one let's not, let's, let's go because yeah, to to i don't want i don't want you know we'll get back to the monkeys and how they they have this well, no enzyme. i don't want i don't want to lose your indian no, no, no. listener.
2: i <laughs> i just i'm just saying that that's a thing that I I know about.
0: No, I I guess I do too. And I I, I guess it's one of those things where I just feel like even discussing it, you're treading on dangerous territory. But of course, it's not really the case if there's an actual... Hang on, are you saying Indian
1: territory is dangerous? (laughs) Why are are you saying that, Andy? That's so racist. That's incredibly racist of you to say that Indians are dangerous. Yeah,
2: more like Trail of Fears, Andy. Let's talk about this.
0: (laughs) Oh, actually, you know what? I'm looking this up and it says that a little detailed genetic research has been done into um, genetic factors contributing to American Indian alcoholism. Uh, but it has been shown that alcoholism tends to run in families with um, possible involvement of differences in alcohol metabolism and the genotype of alcohol metabolizing enzymes. Um, This is on Wikipedia. And Jesse was right. I was right. Well, I'm just not... Okay, alcohol dehydrogenase. Okay, yes, ADH. uh, The article was about ADH4, and um, the Wikipedia article on American Indian alcoholism... um, Site's possible involvement and adh4 is
1: the original like boy band that adh came from yes. yeah. yeah
2: it's so ironic that these people literally believe in spirits Ugh. and um, oh, god! come this on is, i got red man jokes this episode some jokes about going about red up man?
0: this see what sucks is i just joined vine and i posted a vine of us getting ready to record this can episode we find, so You We will a clean, know it's been recorded you want to find
2: a clean edit no point? no we'll keep it down. it's fine we can find <laughs> a clean edit point
0: it's fine <laughs>
2: It's fine. Um, no, with all these edits, uh, the, this episode is going to be a little Apache. <laughs> oh, oh, God. You guys want to... Uh... <laughs> oh,
0: man. See, this is what... Ha- Listeners who want us to get to science stories earlier in the podcast, this is what happens when you do that. If you don't get this stuff out of your system earlier, this I, is the we should I know. We should have done a good riff We should have given ourselves beforehand. a half an hour to just let loose, uh, get all the... <laughs> Get the racism out of our system. Just it's not shake racist it
2: because I was right. <laughs> they, they have a dif- there's physiological differences. Well, this article there's a racist. lot of
0: research <laughs> that backs that up, though. It's just sort of a possible... Anyway, so ADH4, um, this, this enzyme, it's the first thing to come in contact with the booze that we drink in our esophagus, stomach, and intestines. Um, among primates, they're not all... Or not all ADH4s are the same, um, and some, some of them have versions that can't effectively metabolize alcohol. So, um, let's see. To see how ADH4 evolved, their team read the stretches of DNA that make that compound in 27 modern primate species, including lemurs, monkeys, apes, and humans. Then they mapped the DNA sequences on a primate family tree and inferred what the genes might have looked like long ago at points in the tree where different evolutionary branches separated. Um, So, let's see because gorillas chimps and humans all spend at least some time on the ground Benner thinks a a terrestrial lifestyle arose in these primates common ancestor around 10 million years ago Um, being on the ground they would also have contact with fruit that had fallen from trees and with a damaged husker skin yeast could have invaded the fruit and fermented its sugars into ethanol so all these animals that were more on the ground could have had uh, access to booze first to start developing these different versions of... Sort of, of
1: the, the original prison wine. Yeah. 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 So, like, so, birds wouldn't be as good at drinking?
0: I guess birds probably can't hold their liquor as much. Or, or like,
1: hippos. Yeah.
0: And, or at least those individuals who could digest ethanol would have survived better than those who couldn't. So it wasn't like they would adapt. You know, it's just the way all us. <laughs> Do we think addiction started then, too? Uh, well, they, they didn't really talk about the need or the, the taste for it, But besides just saying at the top of the article that the taste for alcohol may be an ancient craving. So, an ancient craving, yeah. It's a craving.
3: It is so good, they, they were looking for they were looking for for the fruit that was maybe fermented.
0: It's not even that they were looking for it, it's just that like certain ones of of these primates would have had access to things that accidentally ferment where other ones that were all in the trees wouldn't have But how how could you
2: crave something that was accidental?
0: Yeah, you go back and look. Maybe looking... this crave thing is a is a is a red herring we shouldn't be following. The article didn't really go- talk about the craving as much as just the fact that if if you had this enzyme, you were more Suited to survive well, Having it, eaten this stuff
1: Yeah well I guess If you're a drunk If you're a drunk monkey Then you're going to be More easily Eaten by predators Or attacked That's an like, interesting way It's going to be han- It's going to be handy From an evolutionary point of view To be able to handle your drink Yes But also like the ones Like the ones who respond to alcohol Like the The chimps who respond to alcohol By Getting more charming And confident And being better dancers <laughs> Would be more likely To meet a mate and, and spring, yeah, and, and maybe more likely to put out as well and well, therefore that's, reproduce. That's why
2: I feel the Native American population is getting better at handling their liquor because they had no natural predators until the white man.
0: All right, now hear me. <laughs> <out>. <laughs>
2: oh, I just wanted to make it weird. <laughs> oh,
0: the lost episode, <laughs> Jeff. How does it feel to be on the lost episode of Probably? This <laughs> is
3: great. I can't wait for Probably History. <laughs> I think you're what listening
1: is- to it now. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. I, Jeff, I'm, when's the no, that's, that's I'm excited very, for probably racist. Uh,
0: <laughs> Let me. I want to hear. We, we've heard about the the history of, of monkeys with booze. I want to hear about your history with booze, Jeff. When's the first time you got drunk? Oh, uh, in fourth grade. No, fourth grade. I was a latchkey kid. How <laughs> old's fourth grade? <laughs> uh, ten, f- 11?
3: ten. 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 Nine or ten. Yeah, right. nine or ten. I was a latchkey kid on Thursdays. I lived a block away from the from the school, and uh my brother didn't get home till about four thirty. What's a school- latchkey? That just when if you're a kid and you get a key for your door. So, oh, because your so, folks weren't home? Right, because nobody's home. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was a key kid. Yeah, so in fourth grade, I, I would come over with my friend and uh, we would do shots f- from, from three o'clock till the time my parents got home. Wow. And, uh, and nobody, nobody knew or smelled it or anything. And I, I would like Old Smuggler. That's, that's why I used to drink Old Smuggler blended oh, scotch so. whiskey. <laughs>
2: Wow!
0: Is it because kids are silly in general, so you can't tell if a kid's drunk because they're just kids? Is that why? I,
3: I think I might have calmed down, so my parents kind of liked me more.
0: Oh, okay.
2: So, yeah. Or what if you were just like, no? My whole life, I had just puked all the time. I <laughs> <So they> never <laughs> knew anything. <laughs> I was just constantly vomiting, and then I didn't drink childhood. again. Yeah. Wow.
3: What What made that stop then? If they didn't know, I think that it, simply uh, that I I didn't I, I wasn't a Lasky kid at at some point on Thursdays anymore. And then I didn't drink for a long time. Then probably four years after, so when I was fourteen or fifteen, <laughs> I um I I was at a, a family, uh, Thanksgiving, and I told my brother that I could probably do two shots of uh, Old Smuggler, and he said, "There's no way," and I did, and he was <laughs> really really shocked.
2: At wow. fourteen, and um, it's amazing the the brands, the first brand of anything yeah. that you experience. I remember my because it's always parental stash. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So so like my first cigarette was like um
3: Benson and Hedges 100 Ultralights?
2: Yeah, it was something like that. It was something ridiculous. Yeah. Like a, that you would you never know, buy now. Kent Mountain Mountain Man or something <laughs> like
1: just an <laughs> awful, you know, 50 cents
2: at the grocery store yeah. like
1: we, we I get the impression where you grew up everything is called something Mountain Man. It, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah.
0: I think one of the first times I drank was Zima, because it was right when it came. Oh, absolutely. Zima was hot, man. <laughs> in like ninety What is Zima? It was uh one of the first I mean it's a it's a predecessor to like Smirnoff off ice and stuff like that. Oh like I one of the first Alka Pops. Different. Yeah, yeah. It might have been the first.
1: Oh, what was the first one that we had in Britain? I'm trying to remember now that we were all drinking at parties. When we were teenagers. Uh Hooch. That was the brand name? That it's was the brand name pop. Hooch was the first like the first big Alka Pop that came out in the UK. That's a slang term here for uh, for hard alcohol. For hard alcohol, yeah. yeah.
2: Now, uh, did you guys do any sneaky stuff to
1: replace the alcohol? We just... Like, in Britain, there was less of a... There's less of a taboo anyway about kids sure. drinking, so we just drank. Sure. But, but I remember, like, taking
2: shots, you know, from my parents had vodka or something, and then replacing it, you know, trying to... Just adding a little bit of water yeah. or something like that. The drunkest I ever got... My parents and some of their friends rented, like, some beach house for a weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was going as well. It was, like, just a vacation thing with a few different families. And uh, they had a bunch of alcohol set up, like, a full, just crazy amount of drunken debauchery. Like, just bottles and bottles of scotch and sherry and rum and all this. And wine and vodka. So, I, um, they went out for a walk on the beach. And I mixed just a little bit of everything into a water <laughs> bottle So not a lot was missing Whoa. Just every type of alcohol Just this brown oh sludge God. That you could probably smell From a mile away And that I mean that was brutal That was brutal I was sick the whole time How many ounces did you drink? It was like a It was like a little uh, Water bottle 16 ounces? No I couldn't get through The whole oh, thing yeah. No But I was sitting in the, There was a hot tub I was sitting in the hot tub While I was doing it
1: Which I didn't oh, know so you, you get drunk ugh. faster It was awful God, That's gross It was so gross man I think when I was I can't remember what age I was But I think it was Something like seven uh we had like every in, in the uk there's a you have a guy fawkes night fireworks night where sure. you commemorate a failed terrorist plot yeah right. uh by the catholics on the house of parliament by having a fireworks display and then burning an effigy of a long since dead guy um but uh which is kind of weird in itself but my dad made this kind of hot rum punch that he'd make every year and i just decided that my i was 7 my so my lucky number was 7 so i should have 7 cups of it of course yeah why yeah. why wouldn't you oh of course yeah i mean it's the obvious decision to make yeah, yeah.
2: just your age do so the amount of the thing my lucky yeah. number
1: is 43 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah that was my first time being drunk and then my first time being sick from alcohol and then my first time having a hangover. Oh, so that was your first time quitting drinking. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> just a, a seven year old, like I'm too old fashioned. <laughs> so just the next day you got <laughs> my typewriter shadow. with a cigarette. God, you yeah, that. your typewriter with a cigarette. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: first God, guy, I got a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I got to quit doing this. I think
0: the first time I was actually drunk was when uh, ice beers were hot. Remember those? Yeah. Also mid nineties Molson Ice. I think I drank five Molson Ices in one night, and um, but I was such a nerd. Like I didn't even so you got drunk from five beers, five Ices. Those are like six percent. I was like sixteen or something. Uh-huh. That's not impressive. I mean, I'm not saying it's impressive, but that's not like nothing. I don't think you you get less drunk if you're older. But I mean, I hadn't built up, it was my first time drinking. Yeah, you do if it's your first, yeah. yeah. You get less
1: drunk if you're older and have been drinking for a few years. And
0: that's all that ice beer, like I love that the marketing campaign made it seem like it's somehow like colder. (laughs) Like all they did
1: was, (laughs) they lower the temperature
0: until ice crystals form, then remove them. Thereby just, that just means removing water from the beer. All it means is it's stronger alcohol. It's not like some kind of fancy, colder beer anyway <laughs> but I drank it and then like this is how fucking nerdy I am we, it was at a uh, post it was at the end of the water polo season I think and one of the kids had like the cool parents who would be like we'll buy you all the booze as long as you don't leave the house like you guys will all sleep in the basement wow yeah so it was kind of like an understood thing and they were okay with it so we just walked to this park we didn't. We couldn't drink it in the house I think we had to walk to a park and drink it there and we came back and I remember thinking like all I knew about dr- drunkenness was what I saw on shitty sitcoms like I remember like the older brother Mr. Belvedere one episode he was really drunk. And he can't wait really to talk, you know, he's like slurring and falling over and stuff. And I just couldn't believe when I was drunk, I was still able to have pretty coherent thoughts, you know, like I was like, well, this was like a lie all this time. I thought,
1: why am I not literally seeing pink elephants yeah, right now? Yeah,
0: I thought you just were like crazy person.
1: Yeah. You thought it was like a Charlie Chaplin.
0: Yeah. Like sequence. But I actually remember this is like, the, I'm a, uh, I don't even want to say this, this is so stupid and nerdy, but like I was reciting the fundamental theorem of calculus because like I couldn't believe I could still do that when I was drunk. <laughs>
2: Wow, man. Yeah, That's too easy for me to picture you doing, which is not a good that's sign. Right. Yeah. It's not a good sign. Like that that's like, doesn't like, surprise me. I'm like, yeah, that's something you would do.
0: Fundamental theorem of calculus <laughs> just... Guys, relates to no, 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 differential no, 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 and integral out, calculus. Check it out. Check it out. It's, the fundamental theorem. <laughs> it's, it's the bridge between differential and integral calculus. It just makes sense. They're uh...
3: talking about drinking and, uh, that's and awesome. <clears throat> shitty sitcoms. It wasn't a shitty sitcom, but Family Ties. There was an episode where uh, Michael Keaton was the... Was the uncle, and he was a drunk uncle, and he, he was an alcoholic, and he was re- in recovery. sitting right. at the house, and uh and he drank. In f- he needed a drink. He went through all the cupboards. They took all the alcohol out of the house, but he found the vanilla extract, <laughs>
2: and and drank that. Notorious road dog Michael Keaton. Uh huh. Yeah, there's but, a lot of lot of like clubs in the Midwest that still have Michael Keaton stories. Yeah, really. Yeah,
1: he was he was quite the uh, quite awesome. the hound. Oh, because I forgot, yeah, because he used to he stand up before he... Oh, yeah. Was yeah, he an he impressionist? Was... was that right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah.
0: Was he? I don't know. Wait, so in that episode, though, I'm going to get back to that. Did he die in a car accident or not? I thought it was going that direction. I don't think so, no.
1: Oh, because there was no, so he just many... just smelled of vanilla for a bit. There was so many
0: those... <laughs> like... <laughs> he just smelled like cakes. So many drunk driving uh, very special episodes in the 80s on sitcoms. It didn't didn't um, Matthew Perry die in an episode of uh, Family Ties or one of those shows? He was a friend who drove drunk and died, and it was like a very special no, no i don 't remember i don
3: 't remember that, but I do remember uh, the very special episodes, yeah because mad came about in the '80s right yeah, and yeah. so they, they were doing it for that
0: because before that the, there was like, the idea of one for the road was a thing yeah that was like, a, it was the opposite right. don 't drink and drive <laughs> in
2: my life, I saw a billboard that said one for the road that's, yeah i mean that's i remember crazy. I remember in the early '80s, mothers supported drunk driving. <laughs> They, uh, you know, mothers thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, their kids would die in a drunk driving, and they'd go, "Well, that's what happens." You know, to so kid. What are kid, you gonna do?
0: Stop drinking and driving? What well, are you yeah. gonna?
2: You gonna not? It was mothers
3: for drunk driving. Yeah. And the reason they they switched to mothers against because the acronym didn't really make sense. They, now it's mad. It's, they needed right. a. If you don't have
0: a vowel in there, it's yeah. Just, the the yeah. M- yeah.
2: movement didn't didn't get much momentum. Uh, <laughs>
0: and people thought the MF stood for something else. I know. I know. Balance, very
1: so. weird. Very weird. Matt, do you have a story for us. Uh, yeah, I think this is probably the biggest uh, science news of the last week. Okay. Um, uh, by far is that I touched an astronaut.
0: That's right, you did.
1: Oh, I totally that's great. touched an astronaut, and it, I mean it hasn't quite made it into the uh, national press yet, but that <laughs> is a thing that happened. Uh, so you I, touched Buzz Aldrin. I, right? I touched the best astronaut.
0: The coolest astronaut. I that's touched
1: great. the best of all astronauts, and I touched him. The astronaut it's weird punched like out- six months ago. That wouldn't have been the best of the astronauts. But Neil died. I don't know. I still yeah. think... I know. Like, Neil Neil Armstrong was first. Like, he... And he's, you know, probably the better astronaut in pure astronauting terms. But he never made a rap video with Snoot Dogg. True.
0: And he messed up... And he yeah, had, and he never punched a... He Earth, messed
1: up his a line. Moon he messed denier. up his line. He only had to say one line. He messed up his one line. One line. How do you forget the A? There is some... Forget? There is some possible dispute. There are, like he claims and there's a slight possibility that it's true that the way the recording came through and the crackle and the slight interference of the signal that the single syllable A was lost, but he did say it. So that's where no, he no, no,
2: because those texts at that television studio in Burbank were good. <laughs> and uh, when they fake that landing, they're not going to leave out words. Like he he
1: messed up. Like You got to be careful, Buzz might bunch you as yeah, well. Did
3: not Neil Armstrong just go on Oprah and apologize for lying?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what he just did. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I think that was the big Neil Armstrong story recently. So yeah. so
2: the big story that's... on probably science this week, Matt Kirshen touched an apparent astronaut. I did. Uh, <laughs> Matt <laughs> Kirshen touched an actor. That's great. <laughs> that's great, <laughs> an man. Good
0: for you, buddy. Now, what was the context <laughs> of this touch? This wasn't this wasn't like a uh, this was a consensual touch.
1: This was a consens okay, a consensual yeah. touch to an astronaut. Yeah, there was a, he he willingly, I say, I say willingly, he semi-willingly entered into this this interaction. Okay. So what happened? I well, I was doing um, uh, I was doing a stand-up segment on uh, the nerdish show on BBC America. Sure. And Buzz was one of the other guests. Uh, so I just I basically collared him on the way to the like he went to the studio to do this kind of sound check and this where you'll sit and everything. Yeah. From his dressing room and on the way there I sort of went I went, hi Mr. Aldrin or whatever, I'm another guest on the show. And he and he said, You're a guest Uh in a sort of incredulous way. So he sort of burnt me a bit. Uh, he couldn't believe that you were a guest? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he, he you're, sort of- you're a guest? Have you ever been a- off this planet? Yeah. <laughs> well Celestial, what is it? Nothing gets me <laughs> off anymore. <laughs> he just like walks away from you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He was also in the Transformers movie, wasn't he? The last Transformers? Was he? Yeah, Optimus Prime. I wouldn't surprise with him.
1: He, he, oh, I mean, do a, he will do most shows from what I can tell. Like he.
0: Didn't you do 30 Rock?
2: Yeah,
1: he, yeah. He, he will appear... Like, as long as you tell him, we'll be talking about space and generally promoting the idea that man should go to Mars, which is, like, that's his next... That's his big message right now, is, right. like, there should be a manned... Uh, Mars mission. We, yes, should have, should be. we should have people on yeah. Mars. And at the last minute, switch
2: him up so the second guy gets to go first. That's his big message. <laughs> That's <the other> <laughs> like, yeah, you should just toss a coin to see who goes out. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> just, Why is it already predecided? I don't understand. <laughs> just, you know, rock, paper, scissors or something. <laughs>
0: that, it was pretty sweet to see him. I, I was a guest in the audience. I got to see and Matt did very well. His stand-up was killer, as always. Um, but the most interesting thing to me was to see how he defended... I guess his book is about the possibility of us traveling to mars and when hardwick asked him why we should go to mars not in a mean i mean like in a in an interview guest sort of way i thought he would have a great scientific reason but it was just a very convoluted way of saying like well after it's already been done aren't you gonna be like i'm glad that was done or like in the future aren't you gonna wish we had gone to mars it was all these circular things of like there wasn't an
1: actual or, yeah
2: just because it's awesome because,
1: and it
0: is
2: awesome yeah. I'm not against <laughs> right. it I'm not against because, it because because it's
0: yeah because it's awesome
1: he didn't really sell it to I the mean yes yeah, there are some very real reasons for that kind of program like the amount of um the amount of benefit to America and and the rest of the world's economy and science and knowledge from the moon program. Right. Well, like I the number of scientists who, who came up through that program and went on to do other things and the so amount of science cool. that came from it. What
2: Buzz Aldrin was trying to say is that now technology has moved forward so much that we could easily fake a Mars landing as well.
0: Oh, yeah. With a a <laughs> fraction of the cost of the a fake. A fraction moon of the
2: cost of faking the moon landing. With CGI yeah. and everything now, I mean, we could fake a Mars landing, no
0: problem. Boom. Give us a week. Yeah. yeah. No. Done. We'll take off the weight.
1: We were, I mean, we could already be there. We could put Neil and Buzz back on Mars. Just, right. just color the moon in red and just say it. Right. color it in red yeah
0: so I guess yeah. how does it feel with Michael Collins who <laughs> poor Michael didn't Collins even, didn't even
1: get to pretend go to the moon poor Michael Collins yeah. man yeah. and the I, movie about him has almost nothing to do with his space I know career. it's like some kind of terrorist
2: <laughs> I have this uh, <laughs> no I, I have a bit about Michael Collins about how that because it takes four days to get back from the moon and what a bummer of a ride that would have been yeah. Oh, and the others are like, remember that time when we were on the moon and everything? Yeah, like, oh, do remember crater number nine? Like high-fiving. And he's just like... <laughs> they already developed inside
0: jokes from just like the few... Of course few. <laughs> they had inside jokes.
2: Of yeah. course they had inside jokes. Do you know this? This is a weird uh, scientific fact. Um, Andy, I think we talked about this the other day. When Michael Collins drops them off on the moon, right? Mm-hmm. When he's orbiting and he's on the dark side of the moon, he was the most isolated person in human history. He was the furthest away from any other human anyone had ever been. Wow. Because they were together. He's on the other side of the moon, thousands of miles away. No one had ever been that far.
0: So he was like the, the physical embodiment of, of you emotionally.
2: Yes. Okay. Yes, he was the physical embodiment of everything David Bowie represents.
0: <laughs> How far away was he?
2: I, I just know the stat. I don't know. I, I can't tell you numbers. That's cool. But the, the, fur, the furthest
1: yeah. people have ever been away from the moon was Apollo 13.
2: I'm talking about no, but yeah away from us, but they were but they were all together on the alien, but there alien, were three yes. of them together on the ship. Yes. Yeah. So this is the furthest
1: anyone's ever been from other, other humans from other people. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably that, that sounds plausible That sounds right
0: Yeah, let's, let's hope that worked out For him at the bars When Neil and Buzz Were off like <laughs> right. Swatting away the dames Right, Neil and
1: Buzz Were just doing blow Off of boobs
2: hey, hey guys, Yeah, and he's by hey himself guys.
1: In the corner And, and everyone's uh, like are You okay isolated. by yourself? He's like Most uh.
2: isolated Yeah well, and, then, and then like
1: <laughs> Hey, I'm fine being by myself In the corner I tell you, I've been More isolated than this Remember this one time That I was uh,
2: <laughs> right. The and most then, isolated When they get back to Earth He thinks I can finally Get away from these guys And then they have to be Quarantined for a week he has to stay with them for another week uh,
0: And hear their stories Just brutal
1: <laughs> See, if, I, see we, I don't know whether he was just joking Or whether, it was that, or whether he actually did But Buzz, on, in the interview on the Nerdist show In the recording Claimed that during the isolation period At night, when they weren't being watched They'd get out the Winnebago and run around <laughs> That probably was a joke, yeah
0: but Although he did say that really- even in one of those <laughs> even one of those airtight uh, areas where they're supposedly quarantined and kept from everything, there were sure. like cracks in the ground where ants were coming in. Like this isn't really a right. Proper <laughs> this is kind this of a
1: this is- show business quarantine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like
0: a reality yeah. show quarantine. Yeah. But I just they don't want you to tell who wins the. Yeah. But
1: right. they were legitimately wor- like uh, they w- they were legitimately worried when they came back from the moon for the first time that they were going to have some kind of moon bug that was going to.
0: Well, turn might, everyone yeah. into
1: zombies or whatever. Sure. That was a and, and I guess with some justification. You don't know what the hell's on the moon. you go into a different you're going to a different place still, for the first it's still time ever. Not cheese at that point.
2: Yeah. 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 It's totally. I
1: possible. don't know if that's actually been conclusively disproved yet. That it's not that, that it's not cheese. It's still possible it's not cheese, is. Is yeah. There? I guess like the surface is rock, but they haven't they've only gone so far down. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could be fermented milk. Why wouldn't it be?
0: Why, why not? Well, yeah. You, yeah, you're a geology guy. Like, what are, the, what are the chances that a planet or a body of, of a celestial it's, body it's, could be made of some sort of dairy product?
3: Fermented mammal juice. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely possible.
0: Like a giant space cow. <laughs> it's many like mil- milked itself. Right.
3: All the time into a crater.
0: And then uh, formed that gelatinous thing into a thing. Yeah. I don't know. The well, cheesecloth cool. fell down, and that's the clouds. That's perfect. Wow, this is as legitimate as Christianity, you guys. Yep. This is a pretty solid uh, no. basis for believing in things. Um, so yeah, so Jeff, we didn't really get into, you You studied geology or you're just a fan of geology? How do you know so much about cheese being uh, formed into things?
3: I studied geology. You did? Yeah. It was your major? Uh, it was soils. Soils. Yeah. You majored to- in mud. I majored in mud. and, and cleaning. In and cleaning oil spills use hydrocarbons from soils
0: did you do any field work with cleaning oil spills
3: no I didn't I thought I was going to work in the field and yeah. I didn't and I worked at a consulting firm for about two months and then I quit and then started comedy
0: that was the end of it yeah Consul- which consulting firm Delta Delta Say, yeah I don't know if I know that one is that, what, is that like a management consulting or a consulting for geology stuff environmental, environmental. consulting yeah oh, okay my first job was also consulting, but like the horrible kind, like management consulting. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. And what do you do
1: what there? Well, I've never quite understood what a management consultant does. I, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know, know either. It was, I don't know what consulting means. I, it's insane.
0: It was, uh maybe I shouldn't even name the company, but it was one of the-
3: Why did I name my company?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. PricewaterhouseCoopers uh, was my first job out of school. And I just remember this one project we had, in, I was stationed in Boston, and just the the abuses of- of expense accounts and things that were billed to the clients was insane and like the work we were doing every day I, other kids my age what I guess whatever we're 22 um, other like recent college grads on these projects we get so worked up like we gotta do this by tomorrow on this this I'm like did you see what happened yesterday they just negated you know that what they asked for today they're gonna cancel it tomorrow like they keep changing their minds and the company I was working for didn't care because, like, even if the client changes their minds, they're still they're paying for paying. it. yeah, they're paying by the hour, and, and, and like four dollars per page for incoming facts. Yeah, it's like they were billing us out at like a hundred something an hour. We're getting a fraction of that ourselves, but you know, these like, we don't know anything. How can you be billing us out at this amount? And like these dinners we go out on, uh, just I remember some weeknight, just like four or five of us going out for sushi, and it was like two thousand dollars. <laughs> That's just going straight to the. Wow! Yeah,
1: it's well, that's how much sushi normally is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple grand. The, like firm, the pizzas we just had before the recording were what, like six, seven hundred? Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that was good pizza. Though. The firm that I worked for had a had a travel agency
3: because people had to fly around quite a bit, so I uh, got to use that. That was helpful. and the, the the price of the airplane ticket would just come out of my check, uh, but I got a small discount. But it was nice to just do it right right in the building. They also had a limousine account with a local Chicago what? limo company. This is an environmental consulting company. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably 500 people work there. Wow. And uh, they had a limousine account, and I used it once or twice and expected the charges to come out of my check, and it didn't. So I used it again once or twice. I just expected the, the charges to come out of my check, and it didn't. And I used it for six years <laughs> after. <laughs> <laughs> Six years after uh, after I stopped working there. To go to gigs and stuff? I would go to gigs. You could like I a would... road gig in Ohio. I mean, <laughs> just... After after open mic night. Oh after open mic night, uh I called the limo me and a couple comics went to uh went to the casino <laughs> in, in Indiana and uh, and the limo driver just waited for four hours on the clock <laughs> oh while we went God. and
1: gambled and got really drunk.
0: Wow. Did you have to sign something at the end of the night every time or not? Nope. Nothing.
1: You're the only open mic who's traveling to and from the gigs better than the headliner. Yeah, yeah, that's well,
0: brilliant. I, every time where you like, this is gonna be the time they find out. This is the last one. I think after coming. after the
3: first year, I, they're not gonna ever find out. They don't care.
2: <laughs> I, I worked at a subway sandwich shop once next to a. Uh, it was next to a tuxedo store. You could buy or rent tuxedos, and you know, mm-hmm. and they would always come in, uh, you know, during their lunch break to get sandwiches. And every time, I would just give them free. Free subs until I developed this rapport where I would just get free tuxedo rentals anytime I wanted. <laughs> and in, in, are you working in Subway great. wearing a tuxedo? No, no, I was still in high school. I would just go to school in a tux all the time.
0: But like, <laughs> not no, yeah, I you would wouldn't. absolutely. No, you did not go to school in a tux. I, I have
2: photos. I would absolutely go to school oh in a tux. God. I, I a wish tux high, tux high school me date. and high
0: school you had met because we were the. That's insane
2: I would go to I would go to school In like the The like cover of Abbey Road John Lennon Like white All white tux With tails <laughs> And just, How long was your hair Just time? for it was, it was like that length You know <laughs> and just, just for nothing man I would just go And because they had Weird tuxedos too Like kind of like gold fleck Because it was kind of A cheaper <laughs> like pimpy Yeah <laughs> You know like purple tuxedo <laughs> <laughs> Did you have like A cane in the hat as well No no But I would just I would I would go um, I would just rent a tux For like a couple days At a time Constantly I just always have a tux on for like wow. a year.
0: Is this why? Is this <laughs> maybe your love of comedy came more from the suits? Maybe it was like from this you got into Bernie Mac. You got like monochromatic <laughs> sure, suits, sure. and then uh-huh. you're like, I also like the stand up, you know. But the yeah, suits yeah, are pretty nice. But
3: yeah, if I could dress like Earthquake every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How come no white comics have the balls to dress like that, guys? Because it would work. Like it, like dressing dressing up on stage, a
2: leather suit, like,
3: it like works.
0: Martin and. Uh,
2: it and Eddie works. Murphy? Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to defend it. I mean, you have to you have to own it. Own it. Right. Um, I mean, it doesn't work with my act.
0: But it might, you know?
2: It I, really I, might. I don't... I would have to acknowledge it, that it's so ridiculous. I mean, but I... But what if you just
0: never acknowledge it, and how badass would that be? If, if, it might dude, be, if I just suddenly started
2: wearing... i thought about it. If I suddenly started wearing, like, one sort of white leather studded glove on stage, <laughs> that would fall <laughs> apart on me. Like, that would not... I mean, it just... I, I, it'd make my career worse. It I think,
1: a le- I think a leather catsuit would work for you.
2: full leather. <laughs> a leather catsuit, no one wants to see me in a catsuit. <laughs> and Andy, you oh, say I you did. thought about it? You thought about dressing up? Well,
0: I just, I bought a nice suit finally, like earlier, a year ago. And I don't use it for much, but I was like, I should just wear that on stage because people want to see a show and want it to look like you're a performer. Oh, I've, yeah, but, you I've worn, you know?
2: I've worn suits on stage. I used to wear suits on stage all the time.
0: Yeah, I should but, just but start not, doing that crazy Cat Williams right like, I mean but even that would be funny I think not,
2: I mean right. I, I haven't worn like if a purple one. pinstripe zoot suit on stage yeah, yeah. but I've worn just a suit
0: right Why, it, were you it say, doesn't make a difference I much think the advantage.
1: only white comics I can think of who get away with dressing can get away with dressing like that uh, Doug Stanhope right. and TJ Miller <laughs> sure Doug Stanhope will he will wear like a 70s prom yeah, tux yeah, on yeah. stage like a
2: crushed velvet yeah Neil Hamburg will do
3: it too
0: Neil yeah, yeah yeah that's true Jeff did you have an opinion about dressing up on stage I thought you were about to tell me that was a good Well, I,
3: I worked with Robert the late Robert Schimmel once and he used to wear a suit and he was filthy and just really really filthy and he said that he thinks he can get away with being filthy because of the suit It's all. the sense. all the suit is the reason why he can do that If he because he
1: looks like a professional it looks like he's sort of yeah exactly this it, guy's it, dressed nicer he's gonna
3: if he wore a track suit and uh and and was dirty and filthy like that he would just come across as some, some like a grubby old man right
0: yeah all right, that's it. Next show I do, I'm wearing a suit. I'm, I'm wearing a tracksuit. Probably suits. <laughs> probably suits. Probably history. <laughs> probably right, probably menswear. I've got a story for us that is uh, near and dear to my heart. Does yeah. anybody else here have, have persistent heartburn acid reflux? I problems? have it
1: right now. Really? You really you like, want some right Tums? Uh, I might. I'll
2: make it I'm going to run to the restroom, so I'm going to grab you some Tums. Thank you.
0: All right. All right. Well, I've had this for years. I had this so bad in college that I would wake up in the morning with no voice for the first three hours of the day because the acid overnight would have burned my throat so badly. That's very unsafe. Yeah, it was awful. I would just eat a calzone at 3 a.m. after drinking all night, then go straight to sleep, just let that simmer overnight, let the acid burn my throat. And then I started taking Prilosec, which uh, cured it, cleared it up. I've been taking that every day for a long time. Um, but according to a um, New England uh, Journal of Medicine report that came out, It's going to come out tomorrow, actually. Uh, There's a a surgical technique that shows promise in treating persistent heartburn. They're going to fix the leaky gasket? Well, what they can do is a small ring of magnets cinched around the bottom of the esophagus can prevent acid reflux in many people.
1: I don't want magnets in me. I want magnets in me. I go through too many extra, like, airport metal detectors Uh, to be full of magnets.
0: Just keep your credit cards away from your esophagus and don't... uh Yeah, Yeah, well, that's Hmm.
1: the other thing. Would you start ruining hotel key cards... I don't know because I have I have a wallet that's
0: got a magnetic thing that clamps the money in, and obviously I keep my credit cards in there too, and it doesn't demagnetize. That, the that's a cards. myth. Is it really?
3: Yeah, I don't believe that magnets demagnetize anymore.
0: You don't believe that magnets are <laughs> capable Demagn- of demagnetizing? Okay, well here comes the tums. So while Thank you're you, while you're uh, simmering down on the acid, I'll let you know how this this magnet thing works. Um, Eighty six of one hundred patients with persistent reflux who had this magnet device surgically implanted no longer needed heartburn medications one year later according to this study um, and it's very encouraging said Peter Carillis, a, gastroenterolo- a gastroenterologist at uh, Northwestern University's School of Medicine in Chicago who wasn't part of the research but for some reason is quoted in this article uh, he says that for reflux disease the magnet laden ring is the most promising device that has been introduced in a long time if not ever the FDA approved the device for reflux back in March of last year but scientists are still monitoring its long-term safety and effectiveness in patients with
1: um, gastroesophageal reflux disease or GERD. GERD. How do, does it say how it actually works? How does, how does putting magnets around the esophagus do anything?
0: Well, it's an expandable ring of titanium beads with magnetic cores. It looks like a tiny bracelet. And the surgeon clips it around the bottom of the esophagus to close it off where it enters the stomach. Uh, The ring of magnets pulls inward to cinch the tube closed. It's it's
2: really popular with uh, esophaguses that play golf.
0: (laughs) It helps with the balance of the esophagus.
2: (laughs) It helps balance the chakras of the esophagus. Uh,
0: The ring of magnets pulls inward to cinch the tube closed, but it can expand to allow food to pass downward, um, and it even allows a person to belch as needed or or wanted, as the case may be. Um, So, yeah, I guess it just clamps off the esophagus from things that would... uh, not be as strongly forced through as food going down and as belches coming up what kind of roll in the dice was that
1: first guy that did that
0: yeah it seems a little bit risky yeah that's a research study that
1: well but that makes sense because it's not so I guess what it's doing is it's sort of supporting the valve that doesn't work properly when you have acid reflux like the like acid reflux is the acid from your stomach going back up yes. when, when things should only right. be going down. So this is just like an extra, but is it an to extra do, valve?
0: I guess I assumed that it was because of too much acid being produced and not because the valve wasn't working correctly. Is that not what it's causes in, it? It, it okay. is. It improper is the amount valve. of acid.
3: Yes, improper valve.
0: It's the improper valve. Yeah, really. You know I that? think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, like then I guess it makes sense. It's just tighten up. That's the kind valve. of stuff
2: they teach you in soil school, boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <This is> esophageal <laughs> rejuvenation surgery, basically. Basically. Um, Let's see. The patients in the study who uh, who did continue to need heart medication decreased their doses, and the pH level of the lower esophagus, where acid has no business being, normalized in most patients after the ring was installed. So, if you want to quit taking Prilosec, you could get this uh, magnet, magnet ring magnet on your esophagus
2: to just clamp shit off, right? Or just take a pill every now and then.
0: The pills are pretty good. And, you know, it's yeah, they, 50 they, cents a day. Right. Out. And it's not it's a $50,000 experimental <laughs> surgery. Yeah. And they,
3: they got to go in through your chest and open up your sternum?
0: I would assume it, you could do something like this without having to, like, actually open the rib cage. I'm sure they could Or you could just like, eat, uh, like,
1: classroom chalk. Yeah. Just eat a bunch Which of Which is chalk. what Tums basically are. are. But yeah. Exactly. Tums is just chalk. It's just the same stuff that they just use to draw on blackboards.
2: cat
0: walking in the middle of the street. It's so weird. Outside the studio here. Outside the studio we have a cat on the loose. True. The creatively named what cat that is white that's named White Boy.
2: Right. That's that's what what a, what a name. roommate named him <laughs> What white a boy. great name. And it's we have a dog great. named oh. Gus. Gus. Just to show you the, the monosyllabic, just the type of like <laughs> the type of people Andy and I live with. White boy and just
0: just Gus. Point at things and say words that come into <laughs> right?
1: their heads. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Gus. <laughs> Dog. the dog is he might as well be named dog he he has the
2: worst life also we live with we live with uh animals we just live with animals
0: with in every in every every sense of the word oh it's a sad place brutal i I don't know if i mentioned this in the podcast before but we were shooting something here for uh jason nash's web series and john benjamin had to pretend like it was his house and jason was staying over Yes. And, like, Stu kept walking through the shot. I know. And, like, John was just like, What is this? You would just look around. Well, I, ha- like, I have Andy, outtakes for him, but he's just like, How many people live here? What is like, this place? Like, Andy Richter was here, too. <laughs> Did they creep him out? No, and, Did, Andy Richter do, was here at that shoot. Oh, at that same day?
2: Yeah, it was Richter and Benjamin.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, you're right. Yeah.
2: And yeah. I saw Richter at um, Mountain Goats concert. Mm-hmm. And like reintroduced myself And he totally like remembers I was like <laughs> I was like did you I was like Oh you did uh, Jason Nash's Mary You did that series at my, at my place And he goes Oh my god That's your house <laughs> And I was like Yeah man And he just goes Whoa <laughs> like, Yeah yeah. That's, yeah that's what I'm living with
0: yeah, after Stu walks by, interrupts the shot as if, as if, unapologetically, as, right? He just walks. Oh, no, just saunters co- through frame, completely entitled. His, <laughs> boom microphone, camera, just like bloop, bloop, and then, like the shoot stops. And I have this yeah. take of What's John this going on around. some kind of
1: a shoot. something?
0: he's looking around. Where goes? It, and then he starts to we start to roll again. And then like the car is parked right there, and it just <laughs> and we have to stop yeah. again. And then John's like, I just want to come back and shoot a documentary about this. You know, <laughs> you know,
2: the ironic thing is that John Benjamin on Home Movies played Coach McGurk, who is <laughs> Stu. <laughs> like yeah. Stu wears yeah. a leather driving glove in his like <laughs> in his like <laughs> mid 80s Celica.
0: Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and like drives around. It's the um, best dude. We never get to talk about it because they're always. Oh, this is the first time we've done a daytime this record, is and they're yeah, gone. This it's is great. Yeah, so freeing. There's actually a, you can hear a door slam in the first episode of Probably History. And that is Stu. That is Stu who's angry because angry. at 8 p.m. we're in the living room recording a podcast. Yeah. yeah, It's a lot of passive aggression going on here.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a madhouse, man. Why are we
0: recording in the daytime today? Because I have no job now? Why not? No, okay, I mean, that makes yeah.
1: sense. So here, here's, here's a story for you guys. Let's yeah. do it. Here's um. You know how female moles are always telling male moles that it doesn't matter how big their penis is?
2: Of course, mm-hmm. it's just I have heard it's that what that they, in the they do with it. Community that size doesn't matter. Mm-hmm.
1: Not true, says scientists who published uh, an article in Journal uh, Mammalian Biology. Not true, says molecock expert. Like that's like the previous. That's the power name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, not true, mol- says molecock expert Janice <laughs> Browning,
0: head of the molecock institute at, uh, at Rutgers. Oh, yeah.
1: molecockspurk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's no. Uh, yeah, apparently the the female uh, Hottentot golden mole uh, uses the size of the male golden mole's penises as a guide to their suitability as a male. Sure. Uh, I'm I'm just reading through this article to find out how they discovered this. I think it was just a questionnaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just a phoner in braille, right? Um, yeah. So apparently, apparently the moles anyway have very small penises. Uh, they're ranging from 1.2 to to 2. I would two imagine pon- that anyone that would spy on another agency would have a huge cock. Uh, <laughs> huh? Moles,
2: guys, guys. Oh, I get you. Yeah, guess. yeah. No, that's Second good. Meetings. Everybody, can everyone...
1: Second meanings. I'll wait in the car. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Uh. the moles' moles penises are between uh 1.2 and 2.5 millimeters, whereas the animals themselves are between 7.4 and 97 millimeters long. So it's a meter-long mole with a... Oh, sorry. No, it's not. Ninety-seven millimeter. That's tight. Okay, so the moles are little anyway. Wait, wait. Some wait.
0: moles are seven millimeters long. Yeah, so they're, so they're
1: ten cent. Ten centi- No, no. The moles are ten centimeters long, and the penises seven. are are just a, a one or two millimeters you long.
3: Said, I, didn't wow. you say seven?
1: Some of Seventy-four them. to ninety-seven oh, 74. millimeters. Uh huh. Is yes. how long? Which is which is seven point four yes, so centimeters. 70. Okay. okay. To, and then so so they're just so they're just shy of ten centimeters long, and their penises are. About one or two millimeters Right So still rather large On the case ratio scale I don't know <laughs> Like is uh It's still Still not big No no That's a that's Two a, that's millimeters a, How is that's that
2: That's a mole penis That's what that is Apparently
1: humans have the biggest uh, Penis per In terms of ratio uh we don't. Out of primates No way Out of all the primates Oh primates, oh. Uh, primates. Oh, primates. I'd buy that I'd buy that So
0: wait So you're saying that uh, Even though they're only One and a half to two millimeters if they're like an extra half millimeter long then they're going to get preferential treatment from the female moles yeah um be able to tell it,
2: now is it just the right size per
1: female or is it like the bigger the better is that what they're learning or is it it seems to be just the bigger the better and uh okay. well it says like the the evolutionary reason for that the basic role of a penis is to put sperm as close to the site of fertilization as possible sure and perhaps to get as far ahead of the sperm of other males as possible and also to dangle uh, amusingly at parties. Right. Yeah. So wrap parties. around your uh, finger
0: and ask people to look at your class ring. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I guess, Dude, yeah. On it, your <laughs> wrist. <thing. laughs> yeah, like, I got a new watch. Can you
1: tell what time yeah. it is? Yeah, I guess the funnier, the more tricks that you can do, the mole can do with its penis at the yeah. parties. Tonight the more... under the ninth hole green. Party. <laughs> 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 mole yeah. party. And the women will find that, that amusing trait uh, attractive. Sure, and will be more likely to mate with the hilarious party mole. Yeah, are they called women or just females? <laughs> they are to me <laughs> mole <laughs> women.
2: These are these are mole women. The Thanks. mole women, folks.
3: The respect. mole men.
2: There is a kind of a funny Australian mole troupe that does puppetry of the mole penis, <laughs> and um, just every puppet is the same. Sort of, it's really hard to tell the difference. It's just...
1: <laughs> Bebe, Bebe, yeah, Bebe.
2: yeah. Every every.
1: Yeah, everyone is just the adorable mole penis. <laughs> like, How about this one? They've uh, they've franchised that um, that act out now. That like oh yeah yeah you can do you can do your own puppetry
2: of the penis. If,
1: but yeah. yeah, it's it's remarkable because the original guys uh the original guys. It's I don't, two I don't guys, know if they,
2: right? Australian guys. Yeah,
1: uh, Friendy and I can't remember the name of the other one. They're they're good people. They're really Bendy? they're really funny. Friendy is one of them, and Bendy. Yeah. And Matt, I feel like you and I should be feigning more ignorance about this subject. I know the guys. They're friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm,
0: a, I'm looking this. just a big fan. They're, uh, I've never actually seen it, and I just did a video search. in incognito mode, just to make sure it doesn't <laughs> show up in my search history. Is it funny? Is it uh, off-putting? It it's, it's quite a, it's a funny.
1: act. I mean, it's, it's, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 they're funny guys, but they are... Uh, and it's all stuff that still kind of looks like a dick. They're not like, hey. <laughs> I mean,
2: like how, <laughs> they're not yeah. like, hey, here's the spirit of St. Louis. <laughs> 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 like, it's still just so. It's just
3: like a, a here's a
2: oh, okay, okay, hamburger, a hamburger, sure, because they involve the testicles.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is that all? it's just the hamburger, and then good night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit closer. A hamburger. Yeah, <laughs> 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 so they got they got the Eiffel Tower. I think See, I those aren't it. the original. The, the, the yeah. other clips like, you got up. These are like different guys.
0: This is like Menudo, the second class. I just can't imagine how you could keep from accidentally having things change size on you. Sure, I am, I would imagine well, he's just doing the helicopter. That's not a trick. That's just spinning.
2: Yeah, that's not. A I puppet. think. Well, I think he's trying to get some blood in there. Oh, okay, he's trying to get it fast. Prime the pump. To, you know, get it go a little.
1: Yeah, there's a I couple. Like, there's a couple we can all, all do. The, like, I think like, all of us can do the helicopter and the woman. We can all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty
3: good woman. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everyone can do how, the time. How does this start? <laughs> They're just uh, hanging out at the house one day. Hey Dan, check out what I can do with my dick. I think yeah, it exactly happened like that.
2: I can do it too. Yeah. We that's go a on great th- we call. How tour. does Puppetry of the Penis start? Who brought it up to the other friend?
0: Let's go on tour. What is he saying that's supposed to be?
1: All right, guys. This okay, is, this is the, bad okay, this radio. Is this, this is bad radio. Let's <laughs> <bad radio. laughs> come but, back to this. There's the Loch Ness Monster, I believe that is.
0: That's the Loch Ness Monster. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Sorry, listeners, <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> So, what's the takeaway on this? What's the takeaway on this mole story? Well, the
1: takeaway on this mole story is any any mole woman that is telling the mole man that she's not interested in the penis size is is lying to maybe protect his feelings. <laughs> mole kindness. woman and mole man. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little mole feelings. <laughs> That's too bad. I can't. I can't exactly see how they how they selected this. though. How did, how they how the experiment. I don't think it even says in this article. I'm <laughs> well, just... sure they have to measure all these mole penises. Um, That's fine, you know. It is probably, probably size, but I, I presume there was some kind of experiment. They ex- <laughs> it was just a survey. Um, the penis size does vary significantly in the ma- in the moles uh and varies much maybe, more than maybe, any other body dimensions maybe
2: the woman that did this experiments just extremely passive aggressive this seems pretty <laughs> and, like made made it up yeah.
1: to like kind of get that info out there like <laughs> actually it does kind of matter yeah maybe her uh maybe her dad yeah i don't know I don't know. Yeah, maybe, well, you know maybe her husband publishes the journal that she wrote the article. Listener, <laughs> right, if right. any listeners... <laughs> if just, any, just submitted <laughs> it.
0: If anybody listening happens to be a mole cock expert, don't well, here's, be afraid here's,
1: to... Here's all, the, here's all it says it's how they discovered or it. Or if you're a mole woman. They said the penis size varies significantly in the moles, and crucially, it varies much more than other body dimensions, including body length and testy size. That is a strong sign that penis length is a selec- sexually selected trait. In the moles With females preferring males With longer genitalia There's a lot of assumption there Yeah
0: Super assumptive Is that a word? Yeah
2: Assumptuous I mean that's something The weird thing about this experiment Is that's something That's an experiment That no one thought of first It's something you noticed Like, like someone was looking At a mole's cock one day And thought like <laughs> You know it would be of... interesting Instead of it, right. It's not a thing Anyone wants to know Or cares about Do you think they pretended
1: That they just found it by accident? Why were you looking at most people? Oh, just I was so, looking at mole. Uh, I was measuring everything on a mole. I was measuring all of a mole. I'm I just I've just lost it the. Was just uh, my me blo- a couple moles in my micrometer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've just lost my other measurements. Wow,
0: that's crazy. Well, seriously, if anybody listening happens to be a, a biology-minded person, do write in. By the way, thank you for writing in last week with corrections or explanations of the space water, because in retrospect, this seems obvious, but I didn't understand why. Uh, we had talked about the asteroid that came, by the way, the asteroid we recorded too early to talk about the fucking awesome meteor that came by Russia and blew out a thousand windows or whatever right. it did. The sonic that boom. was incredible. Um, yeah. but, but the asteroid that was farther away um, supposedly contained $65 billion worth of water. And I did the math. And even if the whole asteroid is made of water, that would mean that this water is worth like $3,000 a gallon, which didn't make any sense. But someone pointed out, no, no, they don't mean, like, bring it back to Earth to have as a resource. They mean space water. So the cost of flying water in space for our use is about $10,000 a uh, pound. Oh, okay. Or okay. any cargo. is like $10,000 so a pound. So they're like, yeah, if you're, like you're how, on a
1: spaceship and you... Like, yes. if you're on a space station and you need to get some more water, rather yes. than getting it from shipped up from Earth with it, which requires a new rocket, and keep, that you just has get to, it well, yeah, the, the amount of I, fuel
2: and technology to move,
0: yeah.
1: you know, a gallon of
2: water would be... So thank thank
3: you so, listeners i
0: apologize for disparaging fox news and their science reporting
3: and listeners are gonna have a lot of fun sending in corrections this week because i'm here and I, I think i i made up everything i said <laughs> uh i don't think it was michael keaton that was on family ties <laughs>
1: so, it doesn't so. matter. yeah but, any non-scientific and, corrections as well do feel free to write in any, and then
0: any very special episodes that you liked feel free to tweet those at probably science let us know uh,
1: the winner as always will be the one where dan beats up fisher for attacking jackie on What's, Roseanne, I don't remember that. You must. It's the best. It's the best of all the Roseanne episodes. It's the one where Jackie's husband is Fisher. Is yeah, or well, boyfriend. Yeah, oh. was was beating like w- was beating her, and then Dan and then Dan goes and... goes and hits her. Hits him back. Wow, wow!
0: I think I missed that a, one.
1: It was a big moment in. I didn't realize Roseanne got so real. Yeah, it yeah. was a great show. That
0: was a really good as sitcoms go. Roseanne is deserves to be up there with with the greats. I think. Yeah, it was a really good show. Yeah, yeah
2: good font. It, it did a have point? a good font. It was a great font. Yeah, a good yeah. font. Yeah, kind of a curvy. You know, it wasn't now. Everything's Helvetica. Go fuck yourself I with your Helvetica. All, All in the family. Another great show had a,
3: a similar font to Roseanne.
2: Yeah, I yeah. love. I love. Yeah. That's one of my oh, favorite fonts. Yeah. That type that? of font. Some of those.
3: Uh, some of those TV shows. are The be- like, uh, Cheers had a good font. Cheers had a good font. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, those are great sitcoms. Cheers, Roseanne, All in the Family. Uh, are you there? God, it's me, Chelsea. Awesome sitcoms.
0: Wait, that was the best because it was just called Are You There? Like, they took the pun, the, or the joke that was the book title. Right, out. They took out the all God. meaning of it. Yeah. No, because it wasn't God. It was, I mean, it was vodka. their vodka right. to me, Chelsea. And the show was going to be called that because the book's called that. Then they just called the show Are You There, Chelsea? Yeah. What does that mean? It doesn't make what sense
1: at all. I thought that was just a tribute to the, uh, to the earliest days of telephony.
3: <laughs> the same thing with Shit My Dad Come says. Come here, Chelsea, I need you.
1: They just made it bleep, My Dad says. They just titled the show
3: yeah just just say the Jacksons
1: yeah and uh, what's up cunt
3: (laughs) what's up cunt
1: that's a good one Came the Cosby show I think Uh uh-huh yeah yeah
0: the original title was what's up cunt yeah (laughs) I think it was yeah (laughs) well I think that's about all the time we have for this week but uh, Jeff do you have any shows coming up you want the listeners to be aware of
3: yeah I'll be at uh, Tiger Lily in Hollywood on Monday
0: oh it goes up on Monday so if you hear this Uh right away go out and go to the Hollywood Studios. Hollywood. Uh, Stop the podcast now. Run wall. outside. Go down to Gower Gulch. Sunset and
1: Gower. See yep. Jeff Klinger. Do some of his routines. Mm-hmm. And, Je- and can't can wait to f- meet you guys. And they can follow you on the Twitter. They can follow me on the Twitter at
3: Jeff Klinger. Jeff Klinger. Mm-hmm. That's Klinger with a K. Yeah. J-E-F-F.
2: K-L-I-N-G-E-R. Jesse is at Jesse Case. I'm at Jesse Case. And I,
1: I don't have much. I'm going to be in the backyard looking for moles. Nice. And uh, I uh, met Buzz Aldrin last week. <laughs> so that's... i <laughs> to let you guys know. Just let you guys know that that's the thing that happened. Two degrees of separation from the moon, people. I'm two degrees of separation from the moon. <laughs> and uh, uh, and as always, any comments, any corrections, any clarifications, uh, email uh, probablyscience at com or tweet us at probablyscience. Please give us nice ratings on iTunes and subscribe and write nice things and tell your friends and we will see you again. We won't really see you. That's not how this technology works. But we will talk at you again next week.
0: Yeah. Until then, keep being science. Science. (laughs) Until history.